0: Good morning, good morning. This is Back from the Brink. I'm Todd Brinker. It is Tuesday, October 6th, 2020. The year that should have never been. Ooh, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we say please take it back. Please take it back. Can I cash it out? Yeah. I want to re-gift it. This is the year I want to just re-gift. Yeah. Yeah. I could probably find someone. (laughs) But you're nicer than I am. So, yeah. It is, uh, it has... Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Sure. I know. There's just filthy, disgusting, germ-filled virus-filled people who wear their mask on their chin yeah sure well and you know i mean it it gives you a a peace of mind if nothing else right and if if you find out oh yeah you do have it and just you know it's just a mild case it's like good then you know you've had it um I've heard varying stories on that, you know, some people have said that they, you know, that that there was some immunity. Others have said they've had it more than once. So, you know, I I don't know if it's one of those things that varies by person or if it's one of those things where there isn't really scientific. This is all, you know, anecdotal evidence. I don't, you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh the science says that they're developing a a vaccine, which implies that yes, you can gain immunity, right? I mean, that's the whole point of a virus of a of of the injection right the the uh, inoculation so uh, yeah I went and got my flu shot this weekend Um, you know, not really. I mean, I kind of have an achiness, but it's hard to tell that achiness amongst, amongst my other aches and pains. Cause I've, I've got aches and pains. And so it's, you know, I, there's nothing I could point to and go, Hey, that kind of fluished, you know, I've never really had that. Um, but I'm not one to assume that, you know, any ache and pain that I have after it was caused by it either. So. Um, and there's never been anything that's so like, obviously, yes, I've caught a mild version of the flu because of the shot, which they say is impossible. And yet I know people who swear by, that that's what happens to them. And so they refuse to get the injections. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, they do say that can happen. That, you, you know, you... right, right. Yeah, they say that generally if you've had the injection, or if you've had the, the vaccine, that, that you have a more mild case of the flu, should you catch it, but that it doesn't give you 100% protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll rest for you. We'll just shut you down. Yeah, which is really not the healthy way to go about getting things done, you know. But, uh, you know, I know you know that, so there's no point in telling you so, <laughs> other than just to remind you. It's Like, yeah, yeah, you know, if you don't take time, time will take you. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just figure with the flu shot, you know, um, I um, had some, some lymph nodes removed a few years ago. And, and so, you know, it's uh, sl- my body's slightly less capable of fighting off infection And so I started getting the flu shots regularly just to be on the safe side. And this year in particular, I figure, you know, I don't want to get the flu and find that my body's weakened. And because it's weakened up by the flu, then I get COVID because that's a prescription for a bad case of COVID, you know, um, or vice versa. You know, if you've got, you find out you've got a mild case of COVID and you get the flu because either one of them can be bad, but more often than not, they're mild. But if you compound them, um, you were just asking for trouble and so i thought you know this year in particular i should probably do it and and uh, you know my wife doesn't generally get the flu shot but uh she came with me this time i got one too so mm-hmm yeah yeah double check before you just drive over there some of them i think even though they've got drive-up clinics they still want you to have an uh a, an appointment to be there so they're scheduling people in even though it's pretty much a drive-in drive-out type of thing so just to save yourself away you know some time call and check that's kind of what I've heard, isn't that a lot of those you have to do? They've got a really big clinic that's run by a private firm over in um, Norco. Uh, um, they've got this huge uh, athletic facility, outdoor athletic facility, and and they've set up this like um, uh, circus type tent that you can drive through, literally, and and get tested. And I went online and checked, and they went like a hundred and fifty dollars a test there. Yeah, I looked at that and went, Pfft. yeah that's what i figure if i'm going to do it i can there's plenty of places where they'll check you out where it's either free or it's covered by your insurance so you know look for those places if you're one of those who who feels like you need to get tested so yeah Uh mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. Well, it could end up as somebody's hood ornament. That's a, that's a that's a problem. Yeah. I did. Yeah. You know your mic I didn't even didn't even pick up the horn. I didn't hear it. So. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Chill. Chill. Deep breath. Get to work safe. Yeah. Leave 5 minutes early. So they announced that the new Daniel or Daniel Craig's final, uh, James Bond film has been moved into 2021. It was... Yeah. Cause that was another big blockbuster that moved the, uh, Black Widow movie was another big blockbuster that's been moved to 2021. Um, uh, the, uh, long awaited the Batman has also been moved. <laughs> So, uh, and, uh, as, uh, the, uh, Matrix four, you know, they, they are coming back together and doing a fourth Matrix film. I don't know if you'd read about that, but, uh, yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss reprised their roles as Neo and Trinity, And it has now uh, been moved from what was expected to be an April of 2022 release to a December. Uh, uh, Oh, so that one, I'm sorry, that one's actually been moved forward from April of 2022 to December of 2021. So they've moved that one forward a little bit. Of course, they're still talking the end of next year, so over a year away. So who knows what's going to happen between now and then. But, uh, But that's interesting. You would think that a year out, that they would, you know, if they're planning it and if they're moving it forward, that they would have reason to believe they can get all their special effects and things done. And that stuff takes people don't realize, but that stuff, that post-production stuff, takes a year in itself. It's it's like you're filming a movie and you're filming an animated movie and putting the two together. And sometimes you can't do the animated portions, the the special effects portions, until the 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 scenes are actually filmed because you have to use that as the root. Material that you use for um, doing your special effects. And so, um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, No Time to Die has found that there's no time in 2020. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, it's a form of of entertainment that uh, has just gone away. Oh, excuse me. I apologize. Um, Let's see. Some of the agents are coming back. Apparently, um, Agent Johnson is coming back, but not. So he was one of the agents, uh, but that they're not bringing back um, Hugo Weaving or I should say they're not bringing him back because he basically dis- was destroyed in the last one. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's one of the agents, I air quote the agents. Uh but uh yes, yeah, he he is Elrond in uh in the Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Hobbit movie. So, uh I thought he was miscast in that movie in the in the Hobbit movies. I did I did I generally speaking I thought they did a good job. But I, he, if you read the books, he just doesn't. He was supposed to be a, a fair skinned blonde, elven looking guy, and he's like this dark haired, grumpy dude. You know, I just felt like he was miscast and not didn't play it quite right. Um, I think he's a fantastic actor. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't think that was a good place for him in the in the Lord of the Rings movies. But I mean that's a fairly small criticism in his movies that were I thought pretty phenomenal in terms of their scope and, and the you know, I mean the source material is just like a billion pages. I mean, these things, you know, you stack you stack the, the Tolkien works next to any large book, pick a school book, pick a Bible, and and, and it dwarfs them because he, he wrote so much stuff on this in this arena. And on these characters, that it's just it's it's you know to make sense of all that and to to not leave out you know critical parts. And they did leave out parts. I mean, they left out entire characters and stuff in that movie that that fans have criticized it for. But I thought he that that um, um, the choices were generally really well chosen in terms of what parts of the story to tell and how. And the visuals were beautiful, and it was just a really great rendition of the books faithful to the original story and the the primary storylines um but like i said it's, you know nothing's perfect either it's it's a it, there are choices as you go through it so yeah yeah it's old stuff old stuff Yeah. Mm Mhm. Yeah, but you know, when it comes to special effects, you know, for a long time in movies, for many many years, you had to suspend disbelief, you know, because you could—I mean, they were clearly it was it was put together. You knew it wasn't real, but they've gotten to the point where watching it visually, you go like. I'm not even sure which parts are and are not special effects, you know. And when they get to that point, then you're right. The special effects certainly hold up now. And, and the story already has held up, you know, for, what, 70 years as a favorite. So the, so the telling of the story is solid, and the special effects are going to be really solid for a long I mean, you know, the um, uh, Gollum, Smeagol, you know, I mean... You start watching that, and you just accept that that he's a living creature interacting with those two actors, and uh, or the two characters, and it works fine. You know, he seems to have weight. He seems to move the way something should crawl around and move, and and so you just buy it. It works. You know, whereas if they'd have done that movie even 10 years before, but certainly 20 years before, you'd have looked at it and gone, eh, well, okay. I mean, we understand they're telling a story, but, you know, he looks like, he looks like a, 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 a Muppet puppet or he looks like something that was put into the scene, you know, because they, they didn't have the skills to make it look as real, to get the lighting and everything done like they can now. And part of that was developing the techniques. Part of that was just having the computer power to generate those images in that level of detail. Really is, really is. I mean, it's amazing to think that that same level of detail is now happening in video games on the fly, that you get the lighting and the and the reflections and all that stuff live on video games, and you can play them and you you interact with them. Uh, you know, it's 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 absolutely stunning how far that has come. Yeah, I found a, 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 an article that I think if it gets picked up, will we'll probably be touted all over the places. Aha, Macs are not safe. Um, a while back, Mac started putting in, or Apple started putting in all of their Mac computers a, uh, a chip called a T2 chip, and it's essentially a version of the A10 chip that was in the uh, iPhone. Now, mind you, we're on the A13 now, and the A14 has been introduced in the latest iPad and will be out in the newest phones. So so the A10 is, is an older technology. Um, and because it's been around a while, people have figured out how to hack an older iPhone so that you can break it and put software on there that's not from the Apple store. And they've figured out, using that same technology, how to hack into the T2 chip. And in fact, they can actually, if they have physical access to your computer and have time because they have to reboot the computer off of something plugged into a USB-C port, they can overwrite parts of the T2 chip and hack into your system. And so there is a security problem that is actually in the hardware it's not something that can be patched with a software fix or at least that's the implication now that doesn't mean that that apple might not do some things down the road that make that significantly harder Um, the real security issue for most people is almost none because you know unless you uh, are somebody who's going to be targeted and you allow somebody else to then have access to your computer you're probably fine it's 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 not like you know if you aaron took your apple computer and gave it to somebody else and then they put something into one of the usb ports and rebooted the computer a couple times they could perhaps break into your computer and get stuff off of it but well that's that's essentially hacking into it by being able to take things off of your computer they've hacked into your computer but oh, I see what you're saying. They can't do it like over the internet, or 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 yeah, correct. They cannot they cannot get into it without having physical access to it. And so it's it you know in that sense, if you don't give your computer to somebody. Now, if you are somebody who works in an industry where there is um, you know secure inf- things on your computer that that are not supposed to be uh, public knowledge or uh, available to the public, whether it be. Um, proprietary to your company and you're worried about corporate espionage or whether it's, you know, a government contractor, uh, you know, you wouldn't take your computer down to your local um, uh, uh, geek squad and have, and give them your computer for three days while they try to fix something on it. You know, you would have a technical support crew that is trusted and vetted and they would do what they needed to with that computer uh, instead of giving it to somebody you don't know and don't trust. Uh, you know, but for you and me, who cares if they get my access to my, you know, if they can read my emails or, or, uh, or, you know, find out, uh, you know, my recipes that are on my computer. I, you know, it's like, you know, and, and Yeah. Well, you know, and that said, I mean, I personally, I've never taken a computer into somebody like Geek Squad. I handle it myself, but most people are not technically capable enough. And I would say for most people, it doesn't matter. If you have an issue with your computer, then take it to an expert and get some help. Um, And this is sort of a a non-issue. It does point out that there is an issue for people who do handle secure information, but those people already have procedures to make sure that their computers are never physically in the possession of somebody who's not trusted anyway. So... So, you know, I mean it's it's good to be aware of and I guarantee you that the next generation of Mac computers will have a T3 chip in it that's all, that closes up that that hack that that problem. So so you won't be able to have those issues. That said, uh a lot of people, you and me and basically everybody in our family has computers that predate the T2 chip being in their laptops. And so there's no T2 chip there anyway, so this hack doesn't apply to them. Doesn't mean there's not other ways to get into your computer and 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 have access to your data, but the T2 chip is supposed to add to security and in general sense it does, but apparently it does have a flaw in the there's a fly in the ointment. Yeah. 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 Right, right. Well, and the one that you bought was a a, a, a prior model that didn't have the T2 chip in it, so, it's, so it doesn't even affect you as is. So it's, yeah, and like I said, I, I'm absolutely certain that when Apple introduces their new Macs, they will have replaced the T2 chip with the T3 chip, which will be based on a different... Uh, a processor inside. And in fact, they may not even have the T chips anymore because they're going to a processors as the general processor now. So they may just use, you know, double duty instead of having a separate chip. So, um, you know, which makes a lot of sense in terms of just the economy of the way you architect your computer. Why put two chips in when one chip of the same kind? You know, they put the T2 chip in on the Intel-based Macs because they wanted to be able to control some of the hardware, so they put in their own chip. But when your main processor is already your own chip, just build it into that one. So, you know, that ma- and that makes sense. Um, but we'll see. They're supposed to, before the end of the year, have their A-series their a- computers available, a chip uh, computer based on the a uh, Apple silicone. So we'll see what happens. Um, they haven't announced it yet. Today is Tuesday. And I kind of was thinking that maybe today we would be told that, hey, a week from today, they're going to have an announcement and that might be the new iPhones and, and maybe a laptop uh, based on the A-series chip. But we'll see. Apple generally will make those announcements for whatever reason. They like to do things at 10 o'clock Pacific time. You know, so we'll see. Maybe by 10 o'clock Pacific time, tomorrow I'll be able to tell you, hey, guess what? Yesterday at 10.02, they announced, you know, and they'll send out announcements. It's funny, though. They used to, what they'd do is they'd send out announcements and say, you know, okay, a week from today, we're going to have this thing. And the purpose for doing that was so that the news media could get airplane tickets and stuff so they could all fly up there and sit in Steve Jobs' theater and get this announcement. Well, they're not doing that right now because of COVID. So they're just doing it online. So m- I'm wondering, why would they even announce it a week in advance? Why don't they just say, hey, we have an announcement um, tomorrow and put the annu- and put the announcement out. But you're right. Yeah, marketing-wise, I guess that does make sense to announce it and let everybody then sit and talk about what it might be for a week before it actually gets announced. Yeah yeah uh, it's the 13th 13th and 14th so 24 hours of Amazon bliss so but I do caution people too to check check your prices on prime day don't just assume it's a great deal. Um, I think they're excellent. They really are. For what you get, I mean, they're not as nice as an iPad, but they're a third the price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yep you can i just i just did a search at amazon and and uh june's journey g5 is available um, there's there's a couple different adventure, uh, adventures find the hidden objects mystery puzzle hidden object the hidden city homicide squad hidden object and matching puzzle game they're all part of of uh, June's journey and G5 Mhm Yeah And that's all you could ask for, right? Is something that is entertaining and and uh, and keeps you coming back. And that's you know that's the perfect game. And it may and and the nice thing is is it's perfect for you. Somebody else may find they they like something else. And that's the wonder of being able to load apps onto your device. And just you know everybody can find something that it, that uh, can entertain them. I like the um, uh, the Amazon tablets very much. Uh, the, they're called fire tablets, uh, is their brand. Um, and they have, uh, the older seven inch one, they still sell, uh, but it was sort of subjugated by the newer, uh, eight inch one. There is one called an eight inch plus the HD eight plus. And I will say that it is a little bit faster than the regular eight because it has uh, some additional memory in it. Um, it does cost an extra like 20 bucks for the extra memory so um and the 8 sells for 89 bucks regularly um, when they first announced it and and expect on Amazon Prime Day that price to drop significantly it was like less than 50 bucks i think at one point it was like 40 $49 um, the 7 is regularly around 50 bucks and it's fine it's fine but if you can get the 8 it's worth extra few dollars to get the 8 or the 8 Plus, um, because the, the the difference between the 8 and the 8 Plus is the 8 Plus has three gigabytes of, of RAM memory versus two gigabytes of RAM memory. Now you can get storage in 32 or 64, I think, but uh, um, but the um, the actual memory that, that applications run in affects how fast the system is uh, perceived to be by the user. And so the 8 Plus does give you that little extra bump if you can get a really good deal on it. So, But but they're all fine. Um, I, I have several 7s um, that I use. I, use one, I set one up for my wife to take to her classroom, and she, she plays like... I, we put together a couple Spotify playlists of classroom acceptable music that she can play, like when the kids are working, just to have something playing in the background. Um, and, uh, you know, if they they're 50 bucks regularly and they're on sale regularly for about 35 bucks for the little fire seven tablets and they've only got 16 gigabytes of memory so or of storage so they're they're small but but that's fine you know when you're using like that and and they're on sale often for like 35 dollars. and so you know when the holiday comes around if hers is not doing well i'll get her a new one if it keeps up you know us you know us americans we're excited for a minute or two and then we go <laughs> Yeah. Well, I know a lot of states also opened up their voting early, um, earlier than they normally would have too. So that makes the opportunities greater for people to do that. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I've never understood the the paranoia that that a lot of conservatives seem to have about about. You know large voter turnouts, other than I guess they've seen some statistics that said that when a lot of voters turn out, they don't do as well but i honestly, I think that a lot of the voters that don't turn out or are as likely to vote for them as not so. Mhm. Cuz we're busy. We got to keep up with the Kardashians, man. Could be taken advantage of. <laughs> Truth and commentary here, please. (laughs) We haven't minded the store. The store has been stolen. And so now we have to go take our store back. (laughs) Can you imagine somebody coming in the middle of that conversation going, what store are they talking about? Did somebody take Walmart? (laughs) Well, what's going on? But yes, get out and vote. Vote early. Don't vote often. Yeah. Yeah, you know, California has said that they are sending everybody a ballot. It's one of the states that, that the president has railed against because his fear is that there's going to be you know, if somebody used to live at your location and a ballot shows up for them, he's afraid people are going to fill out that ballot and send it in, and there'll be illegal votes counted as a result. And I think that's probably a fair concern. I think that's a, I think that's a fair concern. Um, the California has been doing some public announcements, uh, commercials, some um, to trying to allay some of those fears. Uh, one of the things that one of them said was that, that every ballot that comes in is checked against the, uh, eligible voter rolls. But if they're sending out ballots to everybody on those same rolls and one shows up at your house for somebody else, you know, or somebody who say passed away or something and you fill it out and send it back, that means it's on the roll. So it's going to get counted. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Does not live here, right? Or deceased or, or, you know, I don't know who this is or something along those lines. So Somebody can investigate it. And I would think that a large portion of the population would do that, that would behave that way. But I also absolutely believe that there's a portion of the population who would go... (laughs) Now my vote will count twice, you know? Yeah, but it can, but it can impact a lot of the, the state, um, things, the state and, and local elections significantly. Right. Yeah. And so it does have impact. Yeah. yeah remember when they did it in uh, in Iraq after the after the war they were and everybody had to stick their thumb in the little bucket, so you walked around with a pink thumb uh, instead of a sticker that says "I voted," you walked around with your thumb you know blue or pink or whatever color it was. Yeah. 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 I mean it, and, and, you know, I mean the most you can vote is twice, right? You've only got two thumbs. So, so uh, it's it kind of cut down somewhat. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I think too, and this is, this is the cynic in me. I think that there are those who are decrying the thought that there would ever be a single vote that was, you know, illegally cast. Are fooling themselves. We've had, you know, issues with inaccuracies in voting for years and years. And, um, you know, for, from the very beginning, you know, they. I think that in general, the election represents the the numbers that we're given are, are generally correct in terms of what we did and didn't cast as votes. But to assume assume that every vote across multiple millions of votes was a properly cast ballot is probably people fooling themselves. You know, and to think that there are some ballots that don't get counted because of whatever reason. I mean, it was appalling to hear how many uh, mail-in ballots get uh, rejected because the person doesn't sign the, the, the ballot envelope. When you send it in, you have to sign it to certify that this is your, your vote. And if you put it in the mail and send it back in and forgot to sign it, then they throw the ballot away. Right. And I'm, and I'm, I'm not saying that they shouldn't do that, but I'm also saying, you know, I've been a teacher. You were both married to teachers. How many people, how many kids have turned in papers and not put their name on it? Um, you know it you think that because they're adults now that they're going to be any better, <laughs> you know, I mean the vast majority of those those ballots were probably legitimate ballots, but they got thrown out, and justifiably so, but they did get thrown out, and that happens too. And so I guess all I'm saying is is that democracy is messy, and to try to pretend that it's not or to convince ourselves that somehow we're going to have this perfect pristine election um, is it, we're fooling ourselves. You know, unfortunately, it unfortunately in today's political climate, doesn't that I mean, that almost like guarantees that there will be um, ugly arguments about, you know, what was real and what wasn't real. And, you know, those are fake ballots and fake news and fake counters and fake, you know, blah, 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 blah. mm-hmm yeah yeah right, yeah, yeah, the process they're attacking the process and and we're saying, well, what do you want? you want us to just to appoint you? That's what it is, and the sad answer is probably, yeah, yep, that's what I want. I want you just to appoint me, and that ain't happening, so. Yeah. You know. Mm Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, when it comes to this kind of thing, I'm not one to make a lot of predictions, but. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I. And again, I think that's because that's. Largely what we heard in the news Because they were basing it off of polls And like we both said before you know, I don't think that the people who vote for Trump Pay any attention to polls And I say not pay attention They also don't answer polls They're just completely hidden from the pollsters And I suspect there's still a bunch of people out there Like that That are Trump supporters um, Largely not because they necessarily like His behavior But they like the way the economy was going While he was in charge And they want the economy to keep going that way And, and so they'll give him his vote. And if a pollster calls them or knocks on their door, they say, go away, you know, (laughs) or they hang up. They just don't engage with pollsters at all. And it's hard for pollsters to understand that there are people out there like that, but there are, I'm kind of like that. I mean, I, I, if somebody calls me up or, or starts asking me questions or says I'm taking a poll, you know, or sometimes you see them in front of stores and stuff, I walk away. I don't talk to them. I've never Participated in a poll. You know? hmm. It's Pew, you did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I was walking down the street one time and there was the, uh, somebody who was filming one of those food shows coming down the sidewalk and in front of where they were filming there was somebody kind of clearing the sidewalk and this woman walks up and says I'm going to need you to move over this way and I looked at her and said and I'm going to need you to just suck it you know I mean I'm not I'm not going anywhere why should I get out it's a public sidewalk you know you don't you don't want me in your shot film somewhere else that's literally how she phrased it And most people just kind of stepped out of the way. You know, okay. Like, who are you? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, it's the public space. I got every right to be here. You don't like it, you move. We are... Happy Tuesday to you. Have a great day, everybody. And we will see you, or actually we won't see you tomorrow because we don't see you at all. But we'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll be back and talk to y'all. Bye-bye.